It's a Monday. It's been announcement day. Jacinda Ardern says Auckland will stay locked down in level three for another fortnight, two more weeks. The cabinet has reviewed the alert level settings today. Waikato is also staying put in level three until at least Friday. Some good news, though, for Northland, which will move to level two at one minute to midnight tomorrow night. So joining me to discuss this is Auckland University Emeritus Professor Des Gorman. Hello, Des. Good day, Andrew. How are you? Very good. Two more weeks for Auckland in Level 3. Does that justify it? Look, it's predictable on the one hand, Andrew, but very disappointing on the other. I think um, it's predictable because the government had to sort of get a balance between, on the one hand, the Greek chorus of epidemiologists and public health people screaming for Level 4, and on the other hand, the reality that compliance is already slipping away and that to uh, lose control of the narrative right now would be politically uh, disadvantageous. So I think level three was a compromise between those two extremes. And the reason why I'm disappointed, um, Andrew, is that what we needed today was clarity around the plan. We needed to know timelines. We needed to know what the end game looks like. But when I hear there's going to be an announcement on education on Wednesday and an announcement on thresholds for vaccination on Friday, what I see is... uh, public relations exercising and maximising the opportunities for exposure, not for providing anxious Aucklanders with clarity. You know, Andrew, I'm thinking about the mothers and fathers homeschooling, the people whose businesses are going bust, the people whose jobs are at threat, the people whose mental health is deteriorating. They they didn't need tune on on Wednesday and Friday and we'll tell you the next, next instalment. They needed clarity. They needed hope. People need hope. It is interesting that right at the end of her address, she said this. We know that when we set a goal, we can reach it. She was talking, of course, about Super Saturday and reaching a goal of 100,000 vaccinations, but a goal and a target are very similar. So why doesn't she just set a target? Everyone's been asking for so long. What is the delay? Why not? Well, look, I think the problem with targets is if you then fail to meet them, you've got to explain your failure. But that's the reason why setting a vaccination target like 95% in my view, it doesn't make a lot of sense because uh, if you get to 95.1, that's good, is it? 94.9 is bad. Uh, it, it, it's a very artificial thing. What I think should have happened is give them a date. As of the 1st of December, if you're vaccinated, these are the privileges you will enjoy. And if you're not vaccinated, these are the privileges you will be denied. We need to put some tension into the system. Otherwise, Andrew, you can see this drifting on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, and at great cost, I, I, you know, I'd remind your listeners that this is not occurring without cost. The delayed cancer care, the delayed surgery, the mental health burden, there's a real cost to this. And so I think we need some tension in the system. So, look, I think there should be a target, but the target should be clarity around what the end game looks like. Well, she did talk of this vaccination target. You just talked about it as well. You just casually mentioned the number 95%. Is that what you think the Prime Minister and this government are aspiring towards? Yeah, I think it is. But, you know, the question is, is it achievable uh, in uh, highly motivated parts of New Zealand? Yes, it will be in parts of New Zealand which are more reticent about vaccines and about uh, authority. No, it won't be. So if it's 95% overall, that might be achievable. If it's 95% everywhere, that won't be achievable. But regardless, Andrew, the, the timeline to this is, what, weeks, months, years? Uh, there, there needs to be some tension in this process. Uh, there needs to be clarity around how this will be played through. Well, you mentioned this before. Uh, the double-vaxxed 
are getting upset. They're saying, we've done it. We've done what you asked. We're ready to be rewarded. Is there mm-hmm. any way to reward the double vaxxed without threatening the unvaccinated? Oh, absolutely. Uh, in the same way it's going to be happening in New South Wales and Victoria, if you're vaccinated, you can go to the movies, you can go and get a haircut, you can go to a restaurant, you can go to a cafe. If you're not vaccinated, you can't. And the reason why you can't if you're not vaccinated is because you're at so much greater risk of A, spreading disease, and B, getting very, very sick and taking up in an intensive care bed. I mean, there's going to be two epidemics here, Andrew. There's going to be the epidemic and the vaccinated, which will be mild, and there'll be the epidemic and the unvaccinated, which won't be mild. The interesting thing is the government has continually said it will not leave any group behind. And we do know that, for instance, Māori and Pacific Island groups uh, are actually well below and well below anything Mm. uh, approaching 95%. So uh, presumably meeting a target will mean every group has to meet a goal that you're already saying is unachievable. Yes, and, and I mean, it becomes a futile exercise. Look, in, in my view, for Māori and Pacifica, the, the way to address those vaccination rates are through community groups, EU trust, through people that those communities trust. That timeline will be, as by necessity, slightly longer than what you would hope for. But if, in fact, you're going to continue to cripple and harm society while you wait for every session of society to reach 95%, I think you need to be careful here about what benefit you're accruing and what harm you're, you're, you're incurring. And at some point, you're going to be causing harm, not not good. In fact, I think that point's already been reached. Yeah. Okay, so just finally, uh, on Friday, we also find out about the system. That, are you a traffic light man or not? Oh, look, I, I think the level system's an anachronism that belongs to a previous strain of virus. I think traffic lights, let's see what they look like, but they might be more sensible. But in my view, you're seeing common sense being played out now in New South Wales and Victoria, and that's where we should be heading. Des Coleman, I thank you for your time.